Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Santiago Burridge. Santi, are you ready to do this? I am. Nice to meet you, George. Nice to meet you. Let's go. Santi is the co-founder and CEO of Lumiant. They are a behavioral finance and client experience platform that's uncoupled from financial products and benchmarks and anchored in what clients truly value and measured against their overall well-being. Santi, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Oh, okay. Uh Son of a, a Spaniard and an Englishman who moved to Australia. Uh, I moved to Sydney in 2000, just after I joined the profession, actually, as an advisor in 1998. I fell in love, never left. Three daughters, um, surf lifesaver, uh, serial um, disruptor and entrepreneur, and, and love, you know, swimming, surfing. Uh, skiing, anything that gets me outdoors and having fun. Nice. I love it. So you started as a financial advisor at when? 1998. I was an advisor. I was an advisor for 16 years. Um, uh, I started a business in 2010, which is kind of the, the where I started thinking about this business really, which was this idea that it was kind of wrong that advisors knew what we were selling clients when they walked in the door. We were kind of we had our best product in our pocket. And, and, and that business I started in 2010 was a simple idea, one that's still quite novel, that we should start with the client, not the product, and understand what's important to them and design a solution around their needs, not ours. Um, and so I started that business then and then sold that recently and in 2020 started Lumion. Nice. So the motivation was it shouldn't be my my interaction with this prospective client customer should not be based on the product that I'm interested in selling them. It should be the opposite. It should be, let's figure out what it is that they're interested in or they need. And if a product is the solution, well, then we can move ahead with that. But if it's not, then I don't need to try and sell them this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good start that the the second part to that is, is, yeah, the industry has been trained, and I'm very careful with my words here. The industry has been trained to sell. You know, you know, we have our best account managed funds, SMA, whatever it may be, in our pocket. You know, we 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 get to know our clients, we understand what's important to them, we empathise with them, and then we sell them what they're going to be sold, pretty much regardless of what they said. You know, and, and I use the word industry, right? Because an industry does that. It sells. The profession serves. It listens. It understands what's important to clients and designs a solution to meet their needs. And so we started with this simple idea that we should under understand our clients' values, what's important to them, their ethical views, um, be it you know environmental or not. Um, it might be that I want to own guns and, and weapons. Cool. You know, if that's what rocks your boat, we'll design something that meets your needs. But more often than not, it wasn't. It was people wanted to design their portfolios to their to their views, social governance. Um, we wanted to take into account their taxation, God help us, you know, make sure we manage their after-tax return um, and design something that aligned to what was important to them, not our needs. And, and, and most advisors haven't done that because that's really hard to do, right? How do I manage, you know, potentially hundreds of discrete portfolios one by one? And, and we realized geez, what was it, 14 years ago, it was technology that had to drive the experience, not people. And, you know, that was the birthplace of, you know, us just, you know, kind of we offended ourselves, let's be honest. Um, and if every advisor in the world sort of took that perspective, you know, started with the client, not the product, and uh, I think we'd have a very different profession. 
I feel like that's probably what most advisors want. How 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 has it been received? Uh, yeah, well, you know, there's a huge inertia. So I'm obviously Australian. Um, we, we are until three or four years ago had 90% controlled by banks who saw advisors as salespeople and, and they used them as salespeople. They conflicted them. They made sure that, that, um, you know, the, the clients got what they were going to get. And, and that's changed rapidly over the last three or four years in Australia, which is really exciting. And so what you're seeing is really the birth of entrepreneurialism. You're seeing, you know, advisors now start to challenge their business models and go, you know, what's the best thing I can possibly do? And and that, you know, for that has created a really exciting environment where we're all starting to go, well, you know, clearly technology's got to drive my solution. It cannot be people, pan, notepad dependent. It has to be process driven. It has to be systemizable. It's got to be repeatable, but I have to start with a client. And I've taken the view for some time that everything that's ever three months of the customer journey you know we've we have these cool tools that we show clients you know really wow you know we wow them with these amazing things right uh, and they say yeah we got to work with you because there's a beautiful graph or a beautiful score or whatever it may be um and then we give them a login to see how they're going to something we have no control over like you know it's quite insanely nuts uh, however we got you know however, however we convinced ourselves that that was a proposition what we're seeing is is that rapidly change as people understand or advisors understand that technology can actually drive a solution to that capture that extraordinary human engagement you know that that connection we create with our clients at that first meeting that is extraordinary right you know i think about the advice profession as the number one profession in the world it's not depending on what stats you look at it's something like 15 or 20 right it should be number one it definitely should be number one because we know our clients better than anyone else and we know them better than our doctors. Um, so we just got to play to that strength. You know, we got to bring that to life, that extraordinary human connection that we create with our clients and, and, and anchor our journey in their needs, not ours. Makes sense. And certainly I, I, I've had the experience that you're talking about many, many, many times and had the frustration of, of, needing to just cram some kind of a solution, which isn't necessarily bad for a client, but it, maybe it's not optimal. Um, so to be able to, 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 to remedy that, I think is really exciting. So how, so you, you realize we're going to need technology. We're going to need systems processes, a way to make this repeatable. Otherwise it's, it's not going to People aren't going to use it. So here we are now today. You've you've the thing's been out there. You've been kicking it around, making changes, tweaking it. How does how does it actually work? I yeah maybe- yeah. I'm guilty as charged too, George. So I'm going to fall on my sword there too. So you know we're both you know guilty of having to do that really because we didn't know a better way. You know, sort of halfway through that last business's journey, I realized I fixed the wrong problem. Right. So the idea was. We wanted to be able to mass customize investments, you know, to take into account the client's needs, not ours. What I started to realize is that the real value advice is advice. It's nothing to do with investments. And we wanted to work out how we could mass personalize advice. So how could I treat potentially thousands of clients individually about what's important to them in their life and deliver it by technology? Uh, so that was the start of Lumion. It kind of itched in my head for years uh, until the GFC, uh, sorry, the... Um, which crisis am I thinking about COVID, uh, 2020. 
And I approached my chairman and said, you know what, I, I, I'm out. Right? I got to. This is just eating at me. I got to do this. Um, and 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 it was a really simple idea that how do we hero advice, not product, and how do we bring all that to life? So we started with well, uh, a sort of human centered design approach and trying to understand what the world's best customer experience would look like. Yeah, you know, and, and that was six months and a million dollars. Uh, rightly or wrongly, um, to try and understand that experience you tested in the market. At, you know, I, I think, again, I, t- I come back to that point that everything was built that I'd seen for the first three months of the customer relationship. We wanted to build it for the, the 30 years of the client's relationship. And I use another word there very carefully. We all talk about the households we care for. You know, I've got 300 households I care for. Reality in those 300 households is probably a 1,000 clients. And we're only speaking to 300 of them, maybe at best. You know, there's another 700 there that want to have a conversation that's very different from the current one. They want to be talking about life. They want to be talking about their values. They want to be talking about their goals. They want to be talking about what their best life looks like. And, and that's where we started to realize that there is a, you know, I call it the greatest opportunity of a lifetime, that there is an entire niche of people who have been intentionally disengaged by a numbers industry, salt of numbers people, and predominantly it's been females. Uh, the stats are quite extraordinary. Uh, you know, we've all probably read them. 70% of females are going to fire their advisor spouse on, 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 their, on their death. 50% of women feel completely disengaged from the advice industry. 36% believe they're patronized by their advisor. I mean, that stat is awful. And it gets worse, 16 to 20% of the industry is females. Now, 51% are in accounting. Now, Blind Freddy, I don't know if that's a global state word or Australian phrase, but Blind Freddy, you know, any idiot could tell you if there's 16% in, in, in an industry and there's 51% of females are in accounting, there's something going on and it's very subtle. But an industry, again, serves, sells its sells in a profession serves. So when I go see my accountant, they don't know what they're selling me. They're going to listen to me and understand what's what I've got to fix, and they'll fix my problem, come back with me with a solution, and I go, yeah, okay, I'll pay for that. Same if I go to a lawyer. When I go to see my advisor, that's actually not what's occurring. I'm getting someone who's highly empathetic, but I'm getting sold something that I was or probably going to be sold regardless of what I said, and that's not attracting women to our profession, not attracting diverse talent to our profession. So in building Lumion, we kind of started with a pretty ball-the-ocean idea, which was, how could we fix this? How could we create a des- create a piece of technology that was a destination that would create a destination place for the young, diverse female talent, attract more to our profession, and then engage that disengaged parties? And I want to be a bit careful here. You know, if I think about the couple that walk into an advice business, you know, being a husband and wife or a husband, husband, wife, wife, there's, there tends to be one financial spouse, but in reality, both of them are non-financial spouses. The reason why they're walking in to see the advisor is because they don't know the answer and they want help. Um, so I look at it and go probably 80 to 90% of people who walk into advisor's office want to be having a conversation with their advisor about life, not money. And the thing that we uncovered is that, and this is you know deep in psychology these days, is that people want to live their life closer. If we can help people live their life closer to their values, they're going to be happier. I mean, I could argue that this should be taught in school. You know, don't start a career that's not aligned to your values because you just won't be happy. 
Um, and so we started with a deep DNA process about trying to identify people's values, bring that to life. Values obviously align to goals, bring that to life. And then here are all those extraordinary things that an advisor does, the strategies, the tasks, the achievement of goals, the helping them live the life that they dreamt of. How do we hero that in a piece of technology? That was the challenge for us, and that's what we built. Nice. Well, all all that makes a lot of sense, and and it's ambitious and important. And like I said, it it, it makes sense. Why wouldn't people want to better align all of their money, the the work they do, the way that they invest, the com- the conversations they have around their values, and the closer you can get to that, and if you've got 300 households and 300 people are, are the people talking to you, but there's the other 700 who are not engaged and it's not because they don't want to be, it's maybe they just feel like they don't have access. That leads to a bunch of problems, but that there's parents who never talk to their kids about money. And we know that that's true. And the more we can engage other people, the more empowered they're going to be and probably more financially successful. So, so the process um, is it, it's, it's, it's guiding the client interaction from the first time that the advisor sits down with them and says, here's, here's sort of the data, the conversations we need to have. And then that's taken and input and it, and it, and it helps me to then design different solutions. Yeah. So we re, we reimagined everything from risk profiling to fact finding. So, you know, in our platform, you know, an advisor can create their own and fact find whatever it is you know traditional fact finding is what do you have we disagree it's how you feel uh, and we want both parties to that financial relationship go through that process without the advisor present uh, and so one of the things that we were excited to see if we could achieve because we know how most advisors work you know they send out stuff one by one or they do a pdf attachment or they send a link and then they get it back in their office and then they're having to put it into their whatever system they use how could we could we create a, a system where everything was launched from ours, completed by the client in it, and populated it automatically? And so essentially, we've got the entire customer experience and journey in one place. Uh, so anything that we build that with the advisor or using our processes, you know, it's launched to the client. We start with their life priorities, then we help them identify their values. That's a tremendous amount of fun helping people identify what drives them in life, and then puts their family values together. If you want to see the value of extraordinary advice, watch a couple have a discussion about what's most important to them in their lives and listen. And here's the thing, you know, I've had so many advisors say, I don't want to you know, be involved in that conversation. I don't know how to answer it. You don't need to just listen. Standard financial plan in the US, one of them being retirement. And we have we're getting sort of 10 to 15 goals per session. So there's 10 to 15 goals we're now working on for that client. And then we're helping them link their strategies and the key advice areas we're working on in the platform. So really, you know, if I really, you know, help your audience understand it, there's a simple idea. How could we hero the advice that you give in one place and anchor your customer experience in something you can control, which is helping your clients lead the lives that they dreamt of, not the products they didn't. The book is not going to be written about the advisor who's picked the winning fund. It ain't. And if it is, it's fictional. I'm going to use it for bedtime reading. The book will be written and it should be written about this extraordinary profession who has changed the lives of tens of millions of people 
and help them live better lives and better family relationships, better relationships with their children, you know, and, and even help them the transition of wealth. So, you know, one of the things we built on the platform was a really simple idea again, but, you know, we hero the, the estate plan in the platform. And so what happens in the legal profession when someone passes away, we have a dispute. We have a dispute because I'm trying to work out George's intent by the written word. Well, George can now record his intent of voice in the platform. So I can actually sit there and go, you know, kids, you're, you're listening to this because I'm no longer here. I loved you. I had a great life with you. I've structured everything. George, my advisor is going to make sure we do everything right. We've set it up to make sure that you that you're uh, everything that we've set you up is going to protect the assets we built for you and make sure we have to tax maximize it. I hope you have a beautiful life. Love you. Enjoy life. It's short. A great time. Now I get emotional saying that because I'm thinking of my kids listening to it. That's the power of advice, right? That's let's hero all that extraordinary stuff. The product, no, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. I love it. How much how how long does it take um to and I don't want to call it homework, but it's it's it's, yeah, in, it it's independent work that that yeah. the client needs to engage in and from my perspective, I'm not interested as an advisor in working with somebody who's not willing to take the time to go through that. And it's so incredibly time-saving because to your point, you know, in the time that human beings, uh, a husband and a wife or whatever can get together, you know, and carve out that time, it's very, very precious. So to maximize it, the more work we can independently do, the better, because then we can have actual substantive conversations about actually making these things happen. Do you have a sense of of how long it does take on, on the front end to get this work done? Yeah, great question, George. Look, firstly, most advisors are already doing all this stuff, all right? They do it in their own special source. And and, and I want to make the one of the key points about building Lumia. It was this idea that, you know, I'd met tens and tens of, well, actually, that's probably an exaggeration. I've met thousands of advisors, right, through my career. And they're all really great. And I have the greatest respect for them. Um, but it's them. It's people dependent. It's their skill that they've learned over 30 years that they can deliver and no one can do it as good as them. So one of the key parts was drop your ego at the door. You're good, but you're not that good. We've created a system that's repeatable and and now anyone in your office can do it, right? So it could be the customer service person is delivering it because remember, we're not talking about advice here. We're just talking about helping people live the lives that they dreamt of. There's no product. That leads me to your question, which is, you know, how could we streamline it? So how could we make it client-driven or advisor-driven? So there's some advisors who will never let the client do this and that, it's too engaging for them and they love being there for the emotional conversation and, and would never miss it, right? Might be one of them, right? Might probably be crying with the clients. Um, the, there's other advisors who this is sucks, you know, this is hard work. I want to do it because the client's going to love the experience, but I'm not that great at it. So send it out to the client. So the system's been really set up so you can do it with the client or the client can do it independently of you. And we've tried to try to gamify the whole system really so the clients aren't spending too much time. And one of the simple things we did, which is, you know, we built the whole tech stack on AWS, which obviously has Amazon's Alexa there. So we have Amazon's uh, transcribe technology built into the entire tech stack. So the client doesn't need to actually type a thing. All they need to do is record their voice and it brings it through to text. So incredible time saving, world-class compliance because the client said, you've got their voice right. That's pretty hard. You know, ask an open question. You're going to get the right answer. Tick. You know, you're never being 
uh, challenge because you've got the client's voice saved. So, you know, it, 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 if I do it hand-to-hand combat, you know, there's a good hour and a half, two-hour session. Um, as I said, most advisors um, are probably doing it anyway in their own way. If, if I use the, use the tech as, a, as you wish, it, you know, the client's doing the whole thing for you. Love it. Fascinating. I appreciate uh, I appreciate the work and time that it's taken to create this. Uh, so exciting, Santi! Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about it? Um, where can they engage with Lumiant? Give us everything. Uh, so yeah, www.lumiant l-u-m-i-a-n-t dot i-o. Uh, we've got six team in the U.S. now. Still uh, fourteen in in Sydney. Uh, growing rapidly. Uh, we're in New Zealand and conversations elsewhere in the world. Um, exciting times. You've got a whole team. So just reach out on the website and, and someone will uh, take you through what we've done. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Santa your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to lumiant.io. It's L-U-M-I-A-N-T dot I-O. Check out everything that he has been working on and find out if it's a good fit for what you are trying to accomplish as well. Thanks again, Santi. Pleasure, Mike. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.